enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm your host, Lori Richliano, along with my husband and co-host, Victor Richliano. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking horse, which you all know is my most favorite subject in the world. So saddle up, sit back, and relax. We have a most excellent show planned for you. You know, Lori, today is a very special day. Do tell. Well, one, it's Derby Day. Derby Day. Derby Day. Well, you know, it's nice because remember last Derby, it was like September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ruined it. You know, everyone's like yeah, ready COVID for kind it. of messed that up. Yeah. But, uh, so, we have the Derby running today, but you know what else today is? What is today? Happy anniversary, dear. Today Thanks, is Lord. our, marks our fourth year fourth on year. air. Fourth year we on are air. At the beginning of our fifth year year today that's absolutely I, I really can't even comprehend that four years ago today that's a lot of episodes honestly that's a lot of them we had a little covid relaxation time along with yeah. everyone else but you know we're doing pretty good i that. thought that's pretty good four years four and years. our listeners are increasing each week mm-hmm. we're getting more and more we're going to talk about that towards the end of the show but four years ago do you remember what did we talk about oh, i'm sure we talked about derby day oh it had to be it was derby it day had because to be. that actually that and remember single to my house coming up too yes that's true i do like That's I true. like Cinco de Mayo. Horse you just like, like you just like Cinco de Mayo because of the margaritas. We love the margaritas. I got a good recipe on some margaritas. I know. Way, thanks to COVID. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of margaritas. There's out a, there. there was a lot of day drinking with a lot of people during well, the COVID. That's one time. of your favorite songs too. Is day, day drinking, drinking. You yeah. know, and summer's coming. So yeah, good. summer's coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what's what's your new one? Uh, salt, lime, and tequila. I like that. That's the Did new one. Did you know? Here's another little trivia. Did you know that tequila actually helps with weight, with weight loss? Yeah, I don't know. They say know. it helps burn belly fat. So I thought I'm, tequila just burned. I don't know. I think it burns, and they do say it helps with burning belly fat. And you know what? Maybe I should try that. <laughs> I think you drink enough tequila, as it is I just A little bit. Just a little. Have you tried the coconut tequila? No, not yet. Not okay. yet. I can never get to the stuff. You bring the bottles home, and they're empty before I can well, get to them. Well, you know, me and my horse people, we have some... We, I know. You guys have some big parties out there. We like our parties. Let's get you know, There's the whole mint juleps. Yes. See, Mint look juleps. at this. Now we're talking more alcohol. I love it. And this. you know, it's going to be 81 degrees in here in Minnesota, Minnesota today. 81. But I think they're getting, are, are they having a, um, later on they're talking about some weather coming in for the Derby though. Yes, yes. So. They're, they're a little worried about that. So. One of my friends who actually, it's interesting, she is a partner in, I think one of the, one of the horses that's supposed to be running at the track. She's actually the one who does the HCM in Michigan. She's the vet. Well, you need to tell everybody what HCM is okay. Brought that up. HCM. It's a cardiomyopathy issue with cats and purebred cats. We see it's when um, they have a heart issue. Right. Anyway, so she tests for this all the time. That's what she does. She's an she's a cardiologist, a veterinary cardiologist, and she has a horse that is she's part owner of one of the horses for the Derby. And I'm uh-huh. watching her updates on Facebook. They're a little nervous though because if the track's too wet, they're going to pull the they're going to pull the filly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, because you need a mutter for that. You need a mutter. You got to have a mutter. Got to have a mutter, and this yeah. is not a mutter. Yeah. Yeah, so you got you got to watch those things. Yes. You know, but I know it's Derby Day, so we have mint juleps. You know, an HCM with the cats. Speaking of that, we have a special in studio guest that's banging at the door downstairs. I don't Sophia. know if the microphones are picking that up. Oh, I'm sure they are. But um, you know, we've since you know in the four years, a lot of changes have come with yes. uh, Hoofbeats with Lori. We started out as a little tiny show on a local radio station here in North Dakota because mm-hmm. we're on the Minnesota North Dakota border and that expanded to a regional radio show mm-hmm. that was heard everywhere from Jamestown North Dakota on the west to Minneapolis 
on the east from the Canadian border and then south into Nebraska. So it was a pretty big area. Right. And then it expanded to a radio show with a small podcast with a small number of listeners. And COVID hit, and unfortunately, the radio station made a lot of cuts due to financial losses. Well, uh, everyone has. Everybody I mean, did. everyone has reinvented themselves. And I really appreciate it because Todd Ingstead, who owns uh, I3G Media, worked really close with us to help us get our podcast set up so that we had full control of it. And to launch it. And to launch it. And now it's been launched on a worldwide podcast. And we're heard on over a hundred different platforms. Which is really kind of nice. And our whole... Our whole um concept of this is just so that we can bring more equestrian activities all over the world. Yes, we do cover a lot of stuff in the North Dakota, Minnesota area because we're here, but there's always something new to learn. Like the Derby. The Derby. Oh, you yes. Know. And you know, I'm going to make a prediction for the winner of the Derby. Uh-oh. I predict that a horse is going to win the Derby. You know, that's just bad. <laughs> you're, you're like struggling this morning. You are absolutely struggling. You need another cup of coffee. I know, I need more. Well, you know, it's like everybody here, it's so funny because I never bet unless I know the outcome. I know. And there's people that have learned that, and they've all learned it the hard way as they're digging into their pockets and handing me money. I know. I'm like, they're like, hey, I bet Victor. I'm like, really? Yeah. Probably not a good idea. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. I, I got our farrier, Dave G., what was it, two weeks ago oh, on a gun question. He was making a wrong comment about what something was called, and I said, no. Your friend did not buy one of those, and he bet me and lost his money. So now he won't bet with me anymore. See, this so is what happens. Play, your they friends only play go away. With me. Yeah, your friends go away. See but this? you know, the weather is getting really nice outside. I know. I was just hearing the birds chirping a few minutes ago too. I mean, we have the windows open in the studio. I know. We have Sophia banging at the door downstairs, and we might have to let her up here and see yes. if we can do an interview with her a little bit later. Yeah, she talks. She seems to have wandered away now, though. Hopefully, hopefully. So hopefully, she's back asleep. Mm -hmm. You know, but no, you've been out in the barn. You're almost back to 100%. Almost. I'm starting you know? to, you know, everyone's still freaking out, though. I mean, I still... Well, you know, Lori, there's things you're not supposed to be doing. For those that uh, that are just picking up the show for the first time, uh, Lori had a surgical procedure a few weeks ago. And it's uh, kept her from lifting certain weights and doing certain things. And it's very difficult when it comes to working with the horses because it's a lot of upper body. Yeah. And you can't use your upper body. We're hoping to get you fully released. I think it's next week. I, I am anxious because I've got I've got things to do. Oh, to put it in horsey terms, you're chomping at the bit. Absolutely chomping at I the mean, bit. I mean it's it's crazy. I know. It's, have you noticed that they're like little pieces of tack and stuff that are showing up in the mail? Yeah, I mean you've since <laughs> you can't ride as much as you used to, it's uh you're just kinda like uh, purchasing stuff. Yeah, well I, you know new uh what did I have new Latigo showed up? New Latigo showed up and it's, it's hanging down in my kitchen right now being lubed and oiled and, up and getting uh, made supple did you like my did you like my new uh, barrel racing stirrups that showed up yeah those showed up nice pretty silver barrel racing stirrups I, I like the stuff that's showing up but as fast as it shows up as an item shows up my bank account seems to keep dropping that's funny i, I haven't figured that out know, yet i don't know how that works you know but it's all this stuff keeps showing up and you know i i gotta give a lot of credit to our working students because they're all out in the barn mm -hmm. and You've been out in the barn more now, yep. um, and it's so yeah, I can't run as run a big a muck as I used to. No, but they're now they're all nervous because when I run out there, it's like, what is going on? Well, so. they're not only nervous because of you; they're nervous because of me because I warn them that if they don't stop you from doing things you're not supposed to, I mean, I'm going to kick them out of the barn. They're all paranoid. Oh yeah, and I love it when you're trying to tack up a horse. 
And Danielle Miller's the best at this. Yeah. She'll be out there and you'll be trying to tack up a horse and she keeps moving her body. Yeah. And you keep trying to reach in and do something and she steps in front of you. She won't tell you no because she's right. scared of you. I know. But she'll stand in front of you and you can't reach around her. So she finishes you know. the job. Yeah. And then Jessica, boy, has she stepped up. Yeah, no, she's really doing well. I mean, she's, uh, she's been riding all the horses, getting them ready for the lessons, and doing Jessica, what you would normally do. Yeah, and Jessica's going to be actually taking on a small amount of beginning riders this year. Right. So she's going to start to you know underneath my guidance that's what I try to do with um, a lot of our working students is I want them to start to mentor younger riders as well right right that's that's important that's what we're going to be doing with the working student program this year is we have a lot of working students that have worked their way up to where they have enough knowledge to work with some of the newer younger kids and i'm excited because we've got um 4-h's you know they're starting to open up now so i'm getting excited for that because we're looking at the show there i mean we're looking there's a possibility hey, in person right showing this year as long as nothing else happens with covid oh, let's hope this all goes you know. away i know we had our second vaccination so all that's done for yeah. us so that's good i know a lot of people are finishing their vaccinations and uh you know that j and j vaccine kind of well it's back on the market now I so know. and they, they've got it squared away and it was a very small percentage. But we all know that's that's what they're talking about. Why the COVID vac- the COVID um, was a problem a lot is put people didn't talk about it a lot. It actually did work with a lot of blood clotting issues. Right. That's what it was. Not only pneumonia, but it was a blood clotting type issue. So yeah, I can understand where this was going. Right. But I, I do have to. You know, it's odd for me to compliment the the government. What the but heck? But I do have I do have to give them a compliment what? because as soon as that problem hit with the J and J vaccine, they pulled it research it, fixed it, and put it back out. That's pretty And I know some people are still leery of the vaccine and stuff like that, and I was too. Yeah, we all were. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they got all the really weird stuff out there. They're saying that it's going to track you. Well, you know how to fix that, though. Just put a magnet on it. Yeah. (laughs) Is that why you have those magnets attached to your body now? I do. You know, that's, hey, that's back on track. And then back on track, track, those magnet things. See, now you can wear your blankets and be covert. And be covert. I love it. But we both got our vaccines. We're doing fine, and we're hoping no that it's eye. no third eye. Uh, it didn't even affect me at all. I got a little in. Eh. You got a little sick for a few hours, but uh, it didn't hit me at all. It didn't even make my arm sore. Made my arm sore. Yeah. So. Made my arm sore, and I crawled back into bed. Yeah, but I think you just used that as an excuse. Could be. You know. <laughs> Could be. But back to horses. <laughs> yes. You know, the uh, the horses are getting ready for show season. Yeah, we've got a, you know, we've got a clinic we're going to talk around again about. We right. talked about it last time, too. It's a hunter-jumper clinic that's being put on in northern Minnesota here. Actually, yeah, northern Minnesota. Northern Minnesota. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Perfect. Um, so we're getting ready. We're getting well, I know the, uh, Dr. Sarah was out here pulling Coggins. Yes. And and they had a big Coggins clinic at uh, Dakota Veterinary Hospital for all the 4-H. And just as a reminder, if you are part of the 4-H horse project or were part of the 4-H horse project and want to continue with it, a couple things that you need to make sure that you have done is, one, you need to make sure your paperwork for re-signing up for 4-H is complete. If you are uh, a member of our 4-H group or want to be a member of our 4-H group, which is primarily an equestrian group it's called uh, hoofbeats 4h imagine that i know imagine that imagine that hoofbeats 4h yeah. they can email you where to get the information Lori at hoofbeatswithlaurie.com 
And if you have all of your paperwork squared away with 4-H, uh, that you are an active... Deadline is coming up, guys. May 15th. May 15th. If you are... That's not for joining. No. If you're an active member, the May 15th deadline is to have all of your paperwork in, your Coggins, your designated horses. If you're leasing a horse, all of that stuff has to be into 4-H by May 15th. So make sure that we don't let that fall behind and that we're getting that done. Um, so, I mean, with show season coming up, Lori, how are the horses doing? The horses are doing really well. We're starting to, <laughs> the hair is falling off. Oh, man. Uh, I walked down to the barn the other day, mm -hmm. and I asked why the horse was still in the cross ties, and everybody looked at me like I was crazy, and I realized it was just a clump of hair. Truly, truly, that's it. And, you know, we have horse shows now going on down there. Also, here I talk about Minneapolis. We've got a horse show going on this weekend down there in Minneapolis, so it's over the, you know, Derby weekend, right. and that's started on Thursday of this week, and it's running through Sunday, and that's an Arabian horse show that they have down there every year, and so it's really good. It's called the Sahara Sands. And that is that going on in Minneapolis it or Sauk Center? It is in Minneapolis. It's Minneapolis, Minneapolis at, in the Coliseum. In the Coliseum. Oh, that's a beautiful place it's to show. It's a great place to show. It's also the last chance to show before the Region 12 qualifier. That they, and that's one of the last Region 12 Region qualifier. 12 or Region 10? 10. 10. 10. 10. you got to get your number square. Yeah, we're 10. 12. We're oh, in region 12, 10. Yeah, yeah. 12 is, 12 is towards the east, isn't it? I think so. It doesn't matter. It's it a is. horse show. When we're happy because we're out at it. At a horse show. And no, you I know, think it's fantastic. And then, what, two weekends ago, Sioux Falls had theirs, which was right. fantastic. So I am thrilled that we're doing this. I'm seeing also the quarter horse shows are starting to go back again. There was a couple. There was one last weekend, too, up there. I think it was in Verndale. And the rodeos are coming back. Yes. I'm seeing advertising. we got the Rothsay Rodeo coming up. Oh, we're excited about that. You know, that's coming up pretty quick here. That's in August, correct? Yes, it's in August. Correct. At the end of August, mm -hmm. I think it's the 21st. Yes, I believe that the is. The 21st. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at that. I'm almost positive. It's that weekend, the 19th through the 22nd. You know, and people, same thing. If you guys would like to have us, you know, promote some of your local events, happy to do so. Right. I mean, we would love to talk about it, have you on, and... Uh, and uh, if you're local here, and, you're, and we could even interview over the phone if you're not local to us, and talk about your upcoming event. So we would love to do that, because um, all the shows are coming back. They're in person now, and this weekend, if you're listening to our podcast, and it's Saturday morning, and you want something to do horsey, just head on down to the fairgrounds in Minneapolis, go into the Coliseum, and watch some beautiful Arabian show, and support your other horse owners. Yeah, actually, um, I think you are wrong with the date, though, for that, for the show. Isn't that in July, I'm thinking? You're right, you're right, not August. It's yeah. July 21st. July 21st? Is that what that is? No, 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 Victor. The 30th? No, Victor. If I throw out enough numbers, eventually I, I'll I'm get thinking. it right. I'm thinking that's what you're trying to do here, but no, we, we're looking at here because it is... I'm not hitting it right you're now. You're not hitting it. Well, you know what, Lori, mm -hmm. let's do this. We're getting ready to take a short break here, and during the break, why don't you uh, check out what that date is, and we come back for oh, the Oh, I got set. it. Oh, you got See, you're so fast. You're I so know, good. I know. Look at that. You're so good. It's actually the 31st. First of July. There you go. Well, I was close. I mm -hmm. said the thirtieth. If they would have shown rodeo, the thirtieth and the thirty-first. Well, see, I was right. I had one of the days, the thirty-first. July thirtieth and thirty-first is the Friday and Saturday. That's right, and that's going to be a lot of fun because that's local for us. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but like I said, Lori, we're going to take a short break here and let our advertisers get some time on air. And when we come back, we've got some great topics this year or this year. Yeah. Well, see, this is what's going. Boy, you. It's early. For you. For me. we got some great topics this week. Uh, we're going to talk about what to expect when learning to horseback ride. And we have a listener question. The weather has improved. I want to ride now, but I'm not sure my horse is ready. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
at Rich Liano Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Liano Farms today. When we change the way we look at things, things change. Introducing equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy available at Rich Liano Farms and partnered with licensed therapists Ashley Thompson and Danae Hagenson. Equine-assisted therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out, let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be. Well, you know, Lori, it has to be the place to be because I've been here for four years. Well, apparently you like it. That's good. I don't know if I like it so much, but I'm here for four years. That's, yeah, listen to you. <laughs> Actually, I love it. This is, I have so much fun doing this show. Uh, we've met so many people. We've met hundreds of people. Yeah. And we've had an opportunity to educate people about horses, sphinx cats, and (laughs) we get off on some odd topics now and then, but it's mainly around horses. Yeah, well, if anyone knows us, they know that we... They know that we're a little bit on the crazy side. A little bit, and we, you know, ADHD. No, that would be you. Oh, yeah, but you You. follow me right along, don't you? Oh, my God. Right down that rabbit hole. I know what it's like to live in ADHD world because I live in your world. Look at this shiny thing. Gone. And gone. Lori, Lori, can you help me with this? Sure. Lori, can you hand me that wrench? Lori? Lori. Lori. Lori, and you're gone. Butterfly. (laughs) Yeah, and you're out in the field chasing things. It's like, oh my God. That's fun. But no, this next segment here, we're going to talk about what to expect when learning to horseback ride. Now, I found this, you know, I'm always looking for stuff and topics on the internet. Yeah, you seem to like, yeah. And I found this article that was written, and I wish I could give the person more credit because I love to give the person credit where I get my ideas for our show from. And, but all it says is by Pam. I don't know. So, Pam, he's... thank you so much for this. It's a great article uh, that it's was on like there. Kind of by Cher. Yeah, by Cher. Maybe Pam is her whole name. You never know. You never know. I didn't even know. think about that. You never know. You know, Cher, who else has single names like that? Uh, Madonna. Oh, well, there you go. Could be one of those. There you go. Don't know. But anyways, it's a You're great... you you understand that. Yeah, right? I know, I know, I know. Okay. It's a great article, and it's talking about that if taking horseback riding lessons has been on your bucket list, for a long time, or if you're a young person and you're excited about doing it, there are some things that you should know on what to expect 
and questions and things that you should ask when you're researching where to take your riding lessons. Oh, that's very pertinent because we're getting ready, and I tell you right now, they're already filling up the slots. Oh, yeah, your lesson program for the summer is Almost filling. predetermined. And, it, and it's interesting because I looked at uh, one of our, uh, the mothers of one of our students yes. the other day, and I said, you know, Lori's putting her summer sessions together, and you need to tell me which day of the week and time works best for your daughter because we're going through what I refer to everybody else that rides during the summer. I refer to them as fair weather friends. And they looked at me like, well, what do you mean? I don't mean that they're bad friends. I mean that they're only take riding lessons when the weather's warm. Yes. But we do have a core group of people that have grunted through the winter. They're like, you know, we're good. We're fine. Yeah. It's only negative 30 outside. It's It's it's, it's negative 10 in the arena. It hasn't reached negative 18. So we can ride and they're all bundled up and the kids are shaking and they're riding. So thank you so much to those who were here all winter long and we're looking forward to the returning students for the summer. Yeah. Well, those riders are continued on during the winter they're stronger coming into summer. oh yeah well before we get into that if somebody is a former student yes. that wants to ride in the warmer weather we've got our big outdoor arena that's opening up this spring i'm excited and a new round pen thanks to healing arts chiropractic there you go and um yeah, in, if, north dakota. in north dakota if you're interested in uh signing up for lessons they can email you where Lori at hoofpizzaslory.com or they can text you where well they can actually call our farm and leave a message on the farm line which is which is 218 218- Five five seven eight seven six two. Leave a message. That's the barn line. I'm going to be there. And we'll if we don't answer the phone, don't worry. We will call you back usually within about a day. Yes. Because we we don't pick that phone up too often because we're usually busy when we're in well, the Well, yeah, unless I'm running through the lounge at the but time. But, you know, Tyler Miller has gotten really good at answering that phone. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He's, here, he's my he's new here, secretary. He's your new secretary. He's doing a great job, though. I need to think about giving him more responsibility yeah. as a secretary. Yeah, because he does a really good job with that. He answers the phone correctly, you know, Rich Liano Farms, and, and takes good messages, finds me when there's people that need stuff done. He fixes stuff for me. He's doing a really good job. And you heard that he's going to be riding 4-H this year. I know. I am so excited about that. He's kind of been on the out edges of it. He rides my tractor all the time. Yeah, he know. likes the tractor, loves electronics. And he's since working in the barn and being around him, he has decided he wants to show in 4-H. And so he's going to be showing Missy this year. I'm excited. I think that's So that's good. really good. As a matter of fact, I think we have his first formal riding lessons set up for this week. Yeah, I think that is too. That'll be My great. Goodness. That'll be go. great. Well, with that, Lori, one of the first things that you need to do, and I'd like you to talk about this, when you are going to search out lessons, you need to do your research and you need to decide what style of riding you want to pursue. Can you explain to our listeners why that's important? Because there's so many disciplines. There's so many. I mean, we can break it down just into actually just two things. Let's break it, make it real simple. You want to ride Western, you want to ride English. But see, some people don't even know that. Right. You know, because, you know, they're like, I just want to go down the trail. Well, more than likely, you're probably just going to be riding in a Western saddle or bareback. And you're just going to enjoy yourself and just kind of go down there. If you're going to go for a competition sport, do you like doing Western-style events? Do you like hunting? Do you like jumping over over um, logs for outside? Do you like going over rails and fences? Or do you just, what do you like to do? So it's kind of an interesting question here. Decide on what type of riding. A lot of people don't know. And you don't know until you start to do it. 
Well, the other thing, too, is within each one of those, you know, Western and English is very broad. There's so many disciplines There's so many within. disciplines within, you know, because Western entails pleasure riding, trail, trail barrel racing, mm -hmm. pole bending, all the different games and stuff like that. You know, so maybe what they should do is go to a couple horse shows. Uh, I know the horse show that's going on this weekend has Western disciplines, English disciplines, trail disciplines. The best way I can to say which one do you want is you need to look. You right. need to explore your options, go, hey, that looks cool. I'd like to try that. And then search out a barn that specializes in that style so that it, it will be a very compliment. It's like you don't want to be the only Western rider in a giant hunter-jumper barn, okay? Because right. you're going to be very isolated by yourself. Right. Whereas, whereas vice versa, same thing. If you're in a you know barrel racing barn and you know you ride saddle seat, right. you're going to be kind of by yourself. Right, and there's a lot of, uh, and we're going to get into that in our next question, but the the disciplines and stuff like that, you can look on YouTube. Right, and see the disciplines also, whatever you want to do, also reflect about the breed of horse that you're going to use too. I mean, if you have a saddle bred, you're probably going to ride saddle seat, which is a type of English up and down but motion. But what if you don't have a horse? If you don't have a horse, then... You're open to anything. Absolutely. You're not you're not pigeonholed into something, absolutely. so that, that would be a really good thing. So look on YouTube, and you know, you got driving. Yeah, you know, you, you see driving, you think of cars, but you drive horses too. put a cart behind them. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of fun. A lot of people were doing that with their miniature horses. Oh, yeah. And that's really kind of fun because that's a whole nother aspect is some people who are not, you know, they don't want to go into this full thing with, you know, having a big horse. Sometimes they just want a smaller horse. And those smaller horses are awesome. They, they pack a punch. Well, you know, the minis, they're a lot of fun because you can drive them, which means you can sit in the cart behind them. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not, there are some riding classes for minis, but those are for little kids yeah. basically because they can't. Carry, they can pull a lot of weight, right. but they can't carry a lot of weight on their back. Correct. Um, but I know like this year at 4-H, we have a mini division and they're going to have regular showmanship where you present the horse. Mm -hmm. and But they're also going to have um, in, obstacles and trail in hand. In hand. In hand. Mm -hmm. And they're also going to have a costume class that's in hand. That's so cool. you get to have a lot of fun with your horse. Which isn't that if, what we want to do? Right. You know, so that's really good. So take a look on YouTube, look at some of the different disciplines that are out there. And then uh, the next thing would be to find a good riding instructor. Absolutely. And there's different ways to do that. Uh, one of the best ways to find a good riding instructor is to ask around, um, visit the horse shows, see what's at now these horse shows. You can see who's riding what, what do you like the discipline again, do that. Visit a barn. Take a complimentary, you know, take a lesson here and there. See if you like a style of riding. Um, teachers, you know, they do have an organization that um, certifi certifies riding instructors. Yes. But that's that's hit or miss, honestly. That's been here and that. some. It's good that we're trying to certify some of our instructors. That's great. But that doesn't mean that the best ones are certified. Right. So, I mean, I've seen a lot. Um, I'm a judge. I've been a United States Equestrian Federation judge for goodness over... Don't 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 put the number because then people wow. are gonna know how old you really are. Wow, I'm just I'm aging. You're getting old. You're Dang, getting old. I never thought that would happen. Oh, you're getting so old. I'm not that old. Yes, you are. But that's good. Comes wisdom, right? Wisdom, mm. yeah. Wisdom, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But you know, so you do need to look into a couple of different things and ask their you know qualifications, and that doesn't mean that a younger um, a younger instructor isn't as qualified. 
because they could have been riding their entire youth and their national champion. They've been, you know, they've been coached, etc. Just keep your options open and like their style. See what the, see what their clients are doing right now. The thing that you want to do, my opinion, is what you need to do is you need to find, first of all, an instructor that you get along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, an instructor that uh, you're comfortable around. That fits your type of coaching style. Correct. I mean, you and I both coach. We coach totally different. And we coach totally different. Um, You're a little bit more disciplined than I am. Uh, We'll just say disciplined (laughs) than I am. Um, I'm a little bit more relaxed, and it works really well. I usually end up with a lot of the real beginning lessons because I build their confidence to a point to where you can polish them up and refine them. Right. And that's a good team. It works really well for us. But when Lori mentioned something a couple seconds ago about don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to the age of your instructor. And I want to bring that up because Lori and I have been together for well, blah, 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 years, mm-hmm. uh, quite a long time. And when we met, Lori was young. Yeah. And she's not young anymore, but oh, thank you. she was young then. And when she started out giving lessons, I remember that it was it was you know it's kind of a it's a hurdle that I think a lot and we a lot of young instructors and trainers try to overcome. They're very ambitious. I know I was very ambitious. I had a lot of background, and it's very difficult sometimes for the younger rider, um, younger instructor, trainer to get off the ground. But we need to do that, though. We need to build up. We need our, to support them. We need to support our. And youth. the other thing is that I know when you first started, not only were you young, but you looked very young. Yeah, I, I can remember taking a whole bunch of our students to a schooling show in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And in Colorado, at the schooling shows, if you're under the age of 18 in a hunter class, you must wear a protective helmet. And this was back, way back in the 90s. And uh, here goes Lori into the, the class with a bunch class. of other people. And they all have, some of them have helmets on, some of them don't, because there was no age on the class. Right. And as you're going through the gate... The gate person, the the ringmaster, is yelling at you, little girl, little girl, you have to have a helmet on, little girl. And you were not a little girl. No. You were in your 20s. Yeah, I know. But I... you looked like you were 12 years old on top of that big horse. Pretty much. That and, you know, and I had a, I had a clientele of 20. Yeah, so, so it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, and you're, I'm an instructor. <laughs> I know, and it, it is frustrating, and it's funny because um, now that I've, and they always told me, my my mentors always told me the day would come that I would be, you know, telling the youngers, you know, right. just but be happy. The whole reason I bring this up is in... Don't discount the younger. Right, not so. only in today, but even then, Lori was an exceptional instructor. She had already garnered national titles. She was taking kids to nationals and doing things like that. Don't take a look at some... Basically, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, you just need to see what the results are. And Correct. that's that's the same thing with anything. I don't care your age or whatever. And with horses, and especially um, when you're looking for a riding instructor, older, younger, doesn't matter. That's really yeah, and it's uh, take a look at the instructor that's teaching you, and as long as you're learning from them, they are a good instructor to have. Now, we're going to go over just a couple more things here, and we're going to split this up because there's so much to talk about, Lori. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to split this up, and we're going to cover some of it in next week's okay. session. But I do want to cover one more thing here uh, before we go, and that's uh, what to expect with your first riding lesson. Oh, that's very So what should they expect? 
Well, hopefully they're going to get that. The first writing lesson is an assessment between the writer and the instructor. We need to find out what their level is, not just what they tell me it is. Right. And the first thing the instructor is going to ask you is, have you ever ridden a horse before? And a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I've been, I go three times, I go three times a year to horse camp or I go on an organized trail ride and you're riding a horse that's maybe in a halter or a bazelle, nose to tail, nose to tail and will not get out of line. And that horse is trained to follow the horse in front of it and do nothing else. So you have very little riding. So that's not riding experience. You were a passenger on a horse. And so that first that first lesson is very important because it's an interview. It truly is an interview. I want to find out where you're comfortable, and I will. That's where we learn groundwork. That's our first thing. You have to be able to saddle and bridle your own horse. You need to be able to put protective gear on the horse's legs, be able to pick their feet, um, know the parts of the horse. So that first lesson is not just jump up and ride. It not for me. Um, at our barn. We make sure that you guys have a solid foundation so that you can build on everything else because, yeah, I can throw you up and we can go out there and you'll look awesome when we're done, but will you be able to do it without me? Hmm, probably not. So let's slow it down. Let's get our basics. I know you guys are chomping at the bit to ride, but let's get our basics down so that you guys can handle that. Well, I know the other thing, too, that we do here at Richland Farms, and we have... 26 horses in the barn of all different sizes, disciplines. Uh, Is it like the cats? We only have five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Five horses. Five horses. Yeah. But they're, they range from our minis Mm -hmm. all the way up to Mookie and Oliver. Mookie is the heaviest in the barn weighing in at over 1600 pounds. And Oliver is a legitimate 18 hands. He's big. I mean, he's tall. He's very tall. And we have everything in between. Oh, he's warm blood. So. And we have all different types of disciplines he's in like there. He's like 17, too. So what we end up doing is walking the potential student through the barn, introducing them to all the horses. And the first thing we want to do is we want to see if there's a horse they click with. Mm-hmm. And they'll have different horses that they like based on color, whether the horse comes up and licks their hand like a dog, yeah. uh, whether they, for whatever reason, they're attracted and that, and to that horse. And that's fine. That's fine. But sometimes, you know, you know, we kind of go in there and say, hey. Right. Well, you know, we let them pick a horse. Yeah. And that horse is either one that they're going to ride because they've picked a horse like Missy, uh-huh. who is a good first time riding horse, or they've picked, uh, you know, one of the ponies which is like Dave, yeah. who's a good first-time riding horse, or they may get all excited and say, you know, I want to ride Prada. Mm-hmm. And Prada is very pretty colored. A lot of people like her, and she's a very well-trained horse. She's young. But she's younger, and she's more responsive than some of our more seasoned lesson horses. She's not a beginner's horse. Mm-hmm. And so what we'll do with them is say, well, this is a goal. We're going to set her over the side for you, and what you want to do, we're going to start you on this horse to get you the mechanics and get you to a point to where you can ride this horse. And that's that's actually a very good way to grow yourself as you're riding, and I would say grow yourself, because... That's exactly what riding is. It's an evolution of yourself. You start in one area and you continually evolve. And you never stop growing. If you do stop growing, you're dying. So if you're not growing, you're dying. That's definitely one of my mantras. And that's what we see with equestrian arts. 
Well, you know, with that, Lori, I mean, we have so much to cover under this. This article that was written by Pam has so much good information in it, and I want to cover it all, but we're running out of time in this segment. So we're going to break this off here. It's a good stopping point, and we're going to pick it up again uh, next week's episode. So go out, do your research, pick a discipline that you want to, that you think you would like to do, and tune in next week because we're going to talk about questions to ask when you book your first lessons, those are important. We're going to cover what to wear to your first lesson and a list of tasks you can expect to learn in your first few lessons. So with that, we're going to take a short break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Clothing alterations and more for the equestrian. Make an off-the-rack or average show jacket extraordinary with custom alterations to your exact size. Custom tailor your show outfit and look your best in the show ring. Western, hunter, showmanship, and more all carefully altered to your correct measurements. Look the part of a champion in the ring with Carol's alterations at Country Cottage Crafts. 218-557-9224 or check them out on Facebook. Country Cottage Crafts in Kent, Minnesota. Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent, permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com. That's minnesota.gunclass.com. Welcome back to Hoofbeats with Lori, where we're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you've come to know this is most definitely the place to be. You know, Lori, I really like that last segment. Yeah, that was fun. There's and I a think lot it's of things important. about it. Yeah, I thought we could get it in in one segment, but there is so much information there. And there is. Make sure you tune back in next week and listen to because we're going to continue on what to expect when learning to horseback ride and we're getting into some of the fun stuff what to ask the trainers oh well, we love that yeah i know the trainers love that too we just love it well this next segment is one of my favorite things it's where we get to interact with our listeners and we have a listener question that comes from margaret in wheatland wyoming okay and right in the center of the well sort of the west center of the country north North, Central, West, so right above, East. It's right above. No, you don't do right directions. Above, it's right above Colorado. Yeah, but that? you don't do directions. Above no, Colorado. never mind. Lori says turn left, turn right, and you'll get there. It's above Colorado. We know that, but okay. we're above Colorado. Like, There's a lot above up. Colorado. Go Canada's above up. Colorado. Go straight up. It's, it's before Canada. All right. Before Canada, but north of, Col- north of Colorado, south of Canada, See? you'll hit Wheatland, Wyoming. There you go. I know there where we it is. Go. All Good right. Enough. Good enough. Here we go. All right. Margaret writes, hello, the weather in my area is becoming warmer by the day, and I am chomping at the bit to ride my horse. Some of my friends are planning a weekend trail ride this month, and I want to go. However, I am not sure my horse is ready. She is an older mare. In her mid-twenties, she lost some weight over the winter and has not been worked regularly since last fall. She has been turned out over the winter but not worked. How can I tell if she is okay to go on the trail ride? And if not, what is the best way to get her ready for the next ride? That's what cool. a great question. No, it's a great question. It's, it's very deep. That's multidimensional on this one. <laughs> there's many th- there, yeah, there's actually many things to consider with this. Um, horse's age, condition of the rider, condition of horse, saddle fit, um, 
how long is this trail ride? Um, do they have a resting point? Is it just we go out for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour, and then they come back and they, you know, picket fence line and they eat and they, that's fine. You know, something easy, that's fine. If this is going to be one of those, we're going to get up on them and go for an hour, two hours well, like that. Remember the trail ride that we got invited years ago in Arizona? Yeah, it starts out as something easy and, and it turns out to Do you this. want to go on a little trail ride? It ended up being eight hours so the up less, the side of a mountain. The lesson that we take from that is be very clear before you go on a trail ride what type of trail ride they're going on does this involve cantering galloping what does it what does it what does involve you need to make sure you find out what are their expectations what are the other riders levels and what are those horses levels at you do not want to be the slowpoke horse on this thing that's struggling to keep up one it's not fair to the other riders and it's not fair to your horse right see we were lucky on that ride that we went on in arizona because we took maya and forever and they had just finished their winter show season so they were being lunged and ridden every and day. conditioned on a daily basis so they, they were, were in condition. top shape they were in top condition but if they would have been just coming off of doing nothing all winter that would have been very it would have been a bad trail ride for them for us to choose bad trail ride. and everybody that was going on the trail ride they were snowbirds in arizona where the weather's good so they've so been all riding winter. all winter long and this was a they've been going on they started with shorter trail rides and built up and to built this. up to this so we were jumping in at the end because this was one of the last trail rides yeah and that can and that's the these are all considerations that you need to do so do your homework before you go on this trail ride that's the that's what you need to take away from this and if say you would like to go but you've got an advanced group is there going to be like maybe a not advanced horse or so that can stay behind with you guys so maybe you have a horse that has an ability because it's going to be very light that you can go out for maybe 15 20 minutes just on flat ground and just kind of enjoy the scenery and then they come back and they pick it and they eat and they drink great do you have friends who could do that or are you the only horse? Right. And the other thing too is if you're going on a trail ride with other people, how well do you know the area? Yeah. Because if you're following them and you start to fall behind, it can become a hazard for you of getting lost and putting you in a bad position because if they get too far ahead of you and they make a left turn and you make a right turn at the fork, yeah, you could be in a totally different area. And the other thing is it's the condition of the horse because the right. horse is going to become more anxious. Horses are herd animals. They like to be together and they're herd. And so if you've got, you know, four that are taken off running one and they're in great condition or they're doing it and they're, they're you know, has speed and they're doing fine and you've got you are left behind you're going to be anxious the horse is going to be anxious you are not going to have a good ride well the other thing too is your horse even though you try and hold it back from cantering when everybody else canters off your horse may start dancing in place not and fun. exercising too much for their condition yeah. but let's let's take a look at margaret's horse and the information that we have with her horse okay. and see what we can come up with okay it's a mare mm -hmm. she's in her 20s okay. so i'm assuming let's go with 22 23 years old okay. because you know if it was 21 yeah. I think they'd be more specific, but we don't know the exact age, but let's assume that the horse is 22 to 25 mm -hmm. years old. She lives in Wyoming. There's been snow, obviously based on her letter. She has not exercised the horse. The horse gets turnout time when the weather allows, 
and it's safe to wander around and do its own thing, but I've never really seen a horse do calisthenics. No, they're not they're forced know, exercise. So or lunge themselves so to work their pretty, condition. Pretty raw condition. She said that, uh, that she's dropped weight, mm. so she's not in prime weight right now. Uh, which some horses will do over the winter. It's some tough. Some get fat. <laughs> some get really, really fat. Look at Dakota, yeah. who has gotten really fat over the winter because she she's so food. cute. Everybody gives her this. Snacks. She gets flakes of hay the size of her head. Because she's adorable. Because she's adorable. And you want to take her and put her in your pocket. Oh, wow. But she's now you gotten can't heavy. fit her anymore in your pocket. So a horse that's either put on too much weight, or like in Margaret's case, a horse that's lost weight, so it's still underweight. Mm-hmm. Which means that the saddle that fit it in the fall may not is not going to fit it now because you don't have muscling in the same areas. And the fact is that they're going to be using more calories to stay warm, Correct. to um, keep up their their frame. Now horses can drop weight from just loss of water also. So when they're on the, when they're on these trail rides too. So if they're already thin and you're taking them out. You, you're going to start, you know, you're, you're kind of playing a little bit on a border here. Yeah, you're, you're going to have some problems with it. So, okay, we got the weight issue. Mm -hmm. We have the age issue. Even though 20s is not the, really that old, I mean, look at Doll. Doll is 22 this year, and she still gives riding lessons every week. Um, I would have no problem with her condition right now taking her out on a one-day or two-day trail ride. Exactly. Because she's been ridden and exercised all winter in our indoor arena. So she's in good shape. So we have the shape and the age to deal with. Now, the other thing that we don't know is how much time. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of time between when this letter was written to us uh, this last week and the trail ride. It sounds like the trail ride may be going on this weekend or next weekend. Yeah. So there's not a lot of time to get the horse prepared. See, this. there's a lot of unknowns here. And this is why, do your homework first. Right. And the other part that needs to go into this is when we're talking about weight and physical condition. So we don't know my recommendation. If this was my horse, mm -hmm. I would skip the trail ride. Yeah. I would, you know, either, I would either skip the trail ride or I would plan on having like maybe two other horses that are in that same type of condition that you're just going to kind of socialize with. Right. Or, you know, if it's a, if it's a type of thing where there is another horse like that and you can just buddy. ride around camp. Right. And be buddy with him. You know, the other thing, too, I've been on trail rides where I haven't had a horse. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's kind of fun to be the person that's preparing the meals and chuck wagon. you'd be the chuck wagon guy at the back at the campground. You know what? Every one of those rides that I've gone on because I didn't have a horse available, mm -hmm. um, somewhere during that weekend, somebody's let me ride their horse. Right. So it may not be the perfect time to, for, bring, your horse, to bring your horse, but don't necessarily turn down the trail ride. Correct. Because I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. But do your homework first, because if you got a buddy who wants to do there and just wants to do round the camp type thing, great. Then you can enjoy that type of situation. But don't push yourself or that horse in an, in an unstable condition. Right, when you talk about pushing yourself, Margaret doesn't even get into what her physical condition is. Have she True. been sitting around like most of us all winter long? With COVID? With COVID and... Eating uh, and day drinking? Finding all, day drinking and finding all the new snacks that are so good. There are very that good are, That's why I'm on this special diet now because I snacked really well during yeah, COVID. Yeah, it was too much questioning for, or asking for pie. So guess oh. what you are Yeah, guess what you are now? Pie? You notice I haven't mentioned pie. Because... You're hurting me here. That's correct because I no have not had a you. pie in how long? 
school and you two won't. months. Correct, and you're not going to until we drop our... See, he's getting his spring conditioning. I know. Lori's chasing me out in that round pen with a whip, and I don't with like lunge it. lunge whip. I love it. Around and around I go. So now, the second part of her question is, if not... What is the best way to get ready for the next ride? Oh, okay. Well, this is a daily walking and riding. This is just consistency. Consistency right. is the key. Adding the weight, checking what we need to do, get your condition. Here's the time where we're going to want to check our horse's teeth, have your vet become part of your spring, you know, tune-up. I mean, at this point in time, you should have your Coggins getting done. You should pull your Coggins so you can transport your horse legally. Right. You need to have right. your Coggins to transport your horse legally, especially right. if you're going into private land or, you know, even public land. you got to have a Coggins. Right. And if you don't have those Coggins tests. Or and, brand inspection. And depending which part of the country you're in. And I know if you Wyoming's a brand inspection If you state. don't do those things and... You may not get caught the first year, the second year, but the one time that somebody checks those things, stings. it's expensive. It stings. It's an expensive fine. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I like the idea. My advice would be to call the vet. Yep. Because this is the time to do your spring vaccinations. Teeth. Pull your blood for the Coggins. Get those teeth done. Have Pure. somebody other than you give that horse a once-over. And a body score. With, right. They'll, they'll take a look at that horse's condition. A body score is, you know, where are they at? What do they need? And maybe they see something that you don't. Again, right. barn blindness. Right. And maybe it's time to bump their feet a little bit. Mm -hmm. And put some of that weight back on that they lost over the winter. And when you start exercising your horse, start slow. Yeah, don't. It's the same thing as I wouldn't have any one of us go to a marathon right off right because yeah. otherwise you're going to pull something use your hamstring or <laughs> oh, yeah, tear you know, something for, for me i started my, my spring exercise i got up from the recliner and tried to move quickly into the kitchen to get more food to eat and i think i pulled a hamstring see there you go because i went too fast yep, so i sat back down in that chair and rested some more and that's you know it's unfortunately that's true especially with what's gone on with our hey quarantine. you know what the last time when they sent out that census this year i did my right my thing and I filled everything out. Yeah. The only part that I have a problem with is when they want to know everybody's nationality because to me my nationality is American. Yes. We're all American. Okay. No matter where your forefathers came from, yes. we're American. And how does this come? So into play? when it came down to there, there's a box on there that says other. Okay. So I checked other. And then you can write in your nationality. What did you put? I put potato. Well, there you go. Couch potato. Couch potato. Couch potato. Because I identify as a potato. I wouldn't doubt it. So that's the only thing I messed around with on that census is I put potato. So now here in Wilkin County, Minnesota, they have one potato. Well, that would be Barnesville, Minnesota, because that's usually, that's where it should have been. Yeah, potato days. Potato days. Oh, I should August. move to Barnesville because I'm a potato. Should. You should. That's in August. Yes. Well, okay. back back to back to Margaret's My goodness, do we digress? <laughs> See, the, the whole reason of this whole, people are like, wow, it's like watching this, it's like ADHD. And away we go. And we're going look at the butterfly. Yeah, I know, seriously. And Lori's like, oh, let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah, the butterfly. So we want to start our exercise slow. Yes. We want to have a vet visit. Yes. We may want to adjust feet. Yes. Take a look at the feet. Yeah, farrier. Yeah, you know, if the if you're in a wet area in Wyoming mm. and the horse is out in the wet stuff quite a bit, you know. those feet could be soft right now. Now you take them into the drier Frozen. areas of Wyoming with the rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, you might want to put shoes, maybe a pad, something to protect those feet while they toughen up. Right, because you could be bruising them. So I mean, there's a lot of things. It's this is not this is not a four wheeler, people. No, we don't just get on a four wheeler and go and hope that it's all fine and dandy. It's a living, breathing animal. We just need to be more cognizant of that fact. And the other thing too, that's not in this letter. Yeah. What about the horse trailer? 
Oh, hopefully that's in good condition. We haven't checked that over the winter. I know. I, never, I know. I'm always nervous because we don't go into our horse trailer pretty much during the winter once the snow hits. So go check for the mice. Uh. Yeah, make sure that no wires have been eaten by mice. Make sure no critters have made homes in your horse trailer. And that you don't have like water or ice damage or right. and your floors. Have check you your floors, floors to make sure that they're solid. Are those wheels lubed? Yeah. Have they been greased? Has your trailer been serviced for the spring well, you, yet? You know what? I, I hope you are marking this down, Victor, because you know what? You have just increased your workload. Oh, I didn't increase. I just took last year's and flipped it. It's on the bottom. It's already there. Oh, this better be, you know, speaking of such, you better be going over to the horse trailer later on. I'm I know. Today. Well, the one thing is, you know, is that it is on my list. Oh, no. Which is guaranteed that it will get done. Maybe not within the time frame that you want it oh, done. Oh, I better put But it's priority. on my list. Okay. So, so, folks, it's time to also, it's, it's spring. Welcome to spring. So, that means get your trailers, get your horse, get yourself. It's time for that, you know, weather. Well, you know, Margaret, the big thing, my last bit of advice before we break off of this segment is we all want to trail ride. We all want to spend time with our horses. That's why we have them, is to do things with them. But you know what? If you rush it and you take this horse out on this first trail ride that's coming up when you're not ready, your equipment's not ready, because we didn't even talk about checking the saddle, right. but your equipment's not ready, your horse isn't ready. If you get out there and you injure that horse, mm. you could be done for, for the, the entire season. Take it slow. Take it slow. Miss the first trail ride if you have to, to be able to go on many, many more throughout the season. Take the chance and go on the first trail ride, injure the horse, and be down for the rest of the season caring for that horse and putting your money instead of into that new saddle instead of into painting your trailer or doing whatever it is you want to do or new tack or new equipment new clothes to ride in you're going to put it into care to try and get that horse healthy so again do your homework work with your vet and go slow and with that Lori, we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to wrap the show up so stay tuned we'll be right back since 1946, C. Jarvis Insurance has proven to be a vanguard in fulfilling the modern horseman's insurance needs. Four generations strong, offering coverage for equine mortality, farm and ranch, personal accident, and more. For 70 years, the C. Jarvis Insurance Agency has been setting benchmarks for service provided with honor and professionalism. Contact Terry Ann Boggs at 952-210-1535 or TAB at Jarvis Insurance. Have you ever dreamt of riding a horse? Or do you own a horse and dream of better rides? At Richlano Farms Training Center, we can make your equine dreams come true. Our training methods are proven by our clients' success in England, Western, gaming, and riding down the trail. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation that lasts. Horse training and riding lessons for all levels are available, including therapeutic riding. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training or riding lesson at Richliano Farms today. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is most definitely the place to be. You know, Lori, this has been a fun show. Yeah. Uh, it's got some good information in it. We've kind of wandered a little bit, which is kind of what people know about us. We do that Typical. on a regular basis. Typical. You know, but life is interesting. It is, and it's so you fun, know. and it's spring, and we're, we're you know, getting released from our covid illness. I know, I know. I'm hoping they're going to, they've released the mask mandate in North Dakota, Texas, 
Alabama. But please still be safe. Yeah, be, be safe. safe. Get vaccinated. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't make any money off the vaccines, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's, if you take a look at the science and don't listen to the political rhetoric, Right. Get vaccinated. It's They're available in Minnesota right now to anybody who wants them. 16 Noah. Just go and get vaccinated. It's not a big deal. It's let's, not going to hurt let's you. Get, let's get our, our life back. You know, and at this point, Lori, this is where I get to talk about analytics. Oh, my goodness. Here we well, go. I love this I because know, I, I watch know, this on a regular basis and I'm so excited. I know you are. I mean, since we switched from the radio show to a podcast, we've gone worldwide. I know. It's very Worldwide. Good. It's awesome. And it's, that means it's amazing. worldwide equestrian. Worldwide Equestrian. Okay, go I mean, on. It, give it's us, fantastic. Give us, give us your knowledge. You know, and Hoofbeats with Lori is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, the Google Podcasts, along with approximately 100 additional podcast platforms. Plus, it's through direct link. If you go to the Facebook page for Hoofbeats with Lori, there's always a link there to the current episode. Also, links to the past episodes, so you can listen to them then. Make sure that you're subscribing so you get notifications when the new episodes are released, and you'll get it right on your phone or your computer to tell you, hey, they've done something else, and you want to go listen. Yeah, it's like, oh no, what have they done now? But you know, with these analytics, Lori, we yes. have picked up a bunch of new listeners across the United States. Okay. More in Utah, California, Texas, Arizona, Virginia. Of course, Minnesota, North Dakota is growing exponentially. That's what I like. Um, Ohio, Illinois, Ontario, Canada. That's right. And when you're talking about the international stuff, I was pleased and shocked, and I want to welcome our new listeners from Saudi Arabia. There you go. I love it. Brand new this last week, listeners from Saudi Arabia. That's good. We've got them in Saudi Arabia, Singapore, the Russian Federation, Romania. I, you know, I have Romania. Roma I have Romania. I know, blood. you're just a gypsy. I we talked gypsy. about this last time. See, that's why. It's probably my family over there. Probably. New Zealand, Australia. These are horse people. Germany. Germany. Ireland. Ireland has beautiful The red-haired right. women in Ireland. We have a Riding huge side contingency. Saddle across the moor. Well, I hope that's what it is because, you know, I like red-headed women. So that's what I picture in my mind are these beautiful red-headed Irish women riding through the green saddle. grasses of Ireland. I love it. I don't care. Side saddle, a stride, however they're riding, I'm happy that they're listening. There you go. But we're picking up new listeners everywhere. Okay, good. I am very excited about that. Awesome, awesome. You no, know. I think that's fantastic. You know, and the more we celebrate with the horse, the better. Because you know what? We're just all one big happy family. No, it's fantastic. I think it's great. Okay, so keep I listening. Tell great. your friends. Tell your friends. You know, and Search we have on some... those podcasts. Hoof beats. Two words. Hoof beats. With that's Lori. Right. And you'll see a picture of a beautiful woman sitting on a beautiful gray Arabian stallion, and that's my wife. That would be me. And <laughs> click on <laughs> that <you>. and subscribe. <laughs> now, you. we do have some events that are coming up. Oh, yeah. And we're, I'm getting excited because, you know, again, everyone knows I'm recovering from flipping surgery, as I always talk about. But I'm doing good, getting ready to be released, and I am looking so forward to Courtney Graff's. Um, she's got an upcoming clinic for us up here. It's going to be on June 17th and 18th at the Mayport Arena. Hers is Sacred Stables. It's in Mayville, North Dakota. And it's a hunter-jumper clinic, and it's catered to everything from the beginner hunter-jumper rider to expert. She, yeah, and she has a ton of experience. Yeah, she does. She started. She was actually born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and she was riding literally from age 12 on. She showed the hunter-jumper circuit all across the United States, did a APHA, AQHA, um, did jumpers as well. She's had students, horses, 
She is also well-trained in psychology, um, human resource, human services, and special education. And so she, you know, she's also worked as an equine specialist in the mental health and learning as a part of NDSU Equine Advisory Committee. And she's also a registered 4-H open show judge in North Dakota. Well, you know, this goes back to what we talked about in our second segment about your first riding lesson. Mm -hmm. So if there's anybody out there that's listening to our podcast that has, is looking for an instructor up in that area, she would be a good one to go to interview, especially if you have child with special needs because she has training in that besides the horses and she's going to be moving her facility to deer river minnesota in may so she's going to be a new minnesota resident fantastic so she would be a great person to go and talk to don't you think absolutely and you know her clinic is going on like i was saying in june 17 18th i think it is full if not almost full or is full for those days But they do have observers yes and they do have auditors and auditor positions are available you can look it up on facebook under sacred stables and you can find out what they have in sacred stables and that's also i think they have it probably listed under the mayport arena that's in mayville north dakota and she'd be a great if you're looking for a riding instructor she would be a great person to look up in that area like i said especially if you have a child with special needs because we know through the work we do with hoofbeats for healing Mm -hmm. that horses heal and children with special needs progress greatly around horses and not only is she a good horsewoman but she has special training in dealing with kids with special yeah she was the actually the equine program coordinator at the dakota boys and girls ranch for for a while so that's really important so um she has those those talents behind her and again we love it because the equine assisted therapy is what we love to do and you know with that Lori, i want to bring up too about hoofbeats for healing that we are still looking for donations we're hoping to do some in-person fundraisings as covid is letting up yes and we've got some ideas for some horse movie nights here at the farm and some other things like that so make sure that you're watching those things um, when they're up and please support Hoofbeats for Healing because we do some great work with kids that need help. And it's hoofbeatsforhealing.org. And you can go there directly and uh, donate Donate. there. They have a donate There's a bunch of different ways to donate and support. So it's all tax deductible. It's a great way to support your equine industry. That's how we try to give back. That's what our whole deal is because we've trained and we've been in the industry so long, but it's our way of giving back. And right now we do need some help because we are running out of uh, grant money for kids that in need that need help. Because that's what Hoofbeats for Healing does is we offer grants to children and adults in need who would like to have equine assisted therapy. And maybe can't afford all of it. Right. We'll pay a portion of it for them or and, all and of it the also equine does, fee. And it does help also our horses that are part of our program. Some of them have been rescued and are now living a whole new life helping others. Right. And it's a fantastic program. So make sure that you're donating. Be generous. Generous. Uh, and any donation, there's no de- donation that's too small. Nope. And watch our website, uh, hoofbeatsforhealing.org, for events that are being coming up. Listen to the podcast. We'll be talking about them there and those type of things. And we'll be having them coming up pretty soon here. Now, with other events that are coming up, we talked earlier a little bit about the Rothsay Rodeo. Yes. Yes, Do you got, have some information on that, Yeah, Lori? we've got that. That is now June 29th and 30th. I'm sorry, not June. July. <laughs> July. See, this is what you were doing to me. July 29th and 30th, and that's going to be at the Rothsay. It's going to be in Rothsay, North Dakota. Rothsay, Minnesota. Listen to me. 
You are like all confused. I know. Don't I know. get directions from Lori. Oh, I know, I know. If you want to find out, you can go to the Rothsay, uh, they have a website. It's 30th and the 31st. So it is July 30th and the 31st, which is a Friday and Saturday in Rothsay, Minnesota. And they also have a website um, and they have a, on Facebook. You right, can, you go to go to the city of Rothsay on Facebook and they'll have information about there and things that are coming up. And I'm going to give kind of a teaser for next week. What's that? Uh, we're trying to arrange it and I think we're going to have it set up for next week to have Sarah Frosley in. Now, Sarah Frosley, she is the event coordinator for the city of Rothsay. So she's the one that's setting up this rodeo. So we're going to be able to ask her some questions and things like that about how to join, how to participate, what events are going to be at the rodeo, the food that's going to be there because, you know, that's my most important thing. If you go to, yes, you and your food. Yeah, you're on a diet. Uh, I'm on a seafood diet. Yeah. When I see food, I eat it. No, you're not. Not now. <sighs> but if you go to Facebook, their page is actually Rothsay Roundup. Roth, R-O-T-H-S-A-Y space Roundup, R-O-U-N-D, and then there's a hyphen, U-P. And you'll see a cowboy riding a prairie chicken. A prairie chicken. Yeah, that's the, the right. Roth say is the prairie chicken capital, capital of the, the world. world. Correct. That's why the cowboy's riding a prairie chicken. When you're driving down 94, whether you're going east or west through the state of Minnesota, and you see that giant prairie chicken off to the south of the freeway, that's... exit there, and you're in the city of Rothsay. And so they're, yes, and they're getting ready for it. So I am I think that's awesome. So that is on, on the Wait a minute, wait a minute. When the rodeo comes, because they have that truck stop that's right there mm -hmm. that has the great pie. Yeah, they have great pie there can i go there maybe you can smell the pie i want to eat the pie they have good pie at that place <laughs> so again rothsay roundup it's rothsay minnesota july 30th and 31st this year they're going to have on here grandstand will open at 4 30 at night at 4 30 in the afternoon they're going to have saddle bronc bareback breakaway calf roping steer wrestling team roping barrel racing you know we're going to be there bull riding junior bull riding mini bronc riding yes have you ever seen the mini oh, we like the mini we bronc riding mini that's going to be fun that is awesome but do they have mutton busting yes they do they have mutton busting oh. and and goat tying and goat well the mutton busting is my favorite when they got the little kid yes. and they're all dressed up and Fearful. they got the they got the pads on and the helmet with the face mask and they're standing in the chute with the this sheep oh, yeah. and the parents are going you said you were going to do this and they're, like, and they're no. going no i don't want to do it Please don't. you need to do it i've signed you up no i don't want to do it it's the most traumatic event and the most fun a child will ever have oh, it's great for the audience yeah yeah the audience loves it and okay so this is that friday and saturday right and friday and saturday it starts at 6 p.m technically and but on saturday this okay so the whole city of rothsay is celebrating right on saturday the 31st they're having a city parade at 10 a.m the beer garden and food will be from noon until four. Kitty pedal pull twelve to two. The cre oh they're gonna have a petting zoo from twelve to four too. Bingo one Ooh. to three, and a horseshoe tournament. Now, is this cow poop bingo or regular bingo? I think it's regular. I okay. think I think we're okay. So anyway, they're gonna have fun. It's gonna be great. July thirtieth, thirty fourth, Rossley, Minnesota, the Prairie Chicken Capital of the World. That sounds like a blast. I know I'm gonna be there for that. Yes, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And you know, in four H is gearing up right mm -hmm. now. We're getting ready to start our Monday night practices yes. over at the Red River Ride 
Riders Arena. I think those are starting in June, if I remember correctly. Wow, we're going to be so busy. I know. That? Every Monday night over there, all the kids riding their horses. <laughs> and if you're interested in getting involved in 4-H and you are not already a member of a club and you're looking for a club and you're interested in equine, you can join our club here at Richley Animal Farms, which is Hoofbeats 4-H. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is email Lori where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. And set up an appointment. Come on out to the farm. We'll give you a tour get your paperwork all filled out get you signed up for 4-H and get you involved with the horse project and we do static stuff here also so if that's your thing you're welcome to be part of our group but most of everything we do is geared towards equine yes yeah we've got a couple couple projects that are in the works actually this year and headed up by some of our equine um, 4-H ones we're going to be working on jumps standards uh, because again we're having a whole push for jumps this year we're doing jumping we're doing jumping jumping this year uh, but I don't want to jump it's okay. You could, I just want to sit. You can sit and cheer us on. Remember, I'm a potato. Okay, well, you can help sand the jumps. And no throwing the potato. You can sand the jumps and paint the jumps. How's that? Uh, I can supervise. No, you... you I have me. to make sure that they don't fight with the paint, because if uh, we send kids home covered with paint, uh, we're going to be in trouble. That's fine. You know, and uh, with that, we have a lot of things going on here at Richley Animal Farms. We are going to be announcing a couple dates uh, through the Breckenridge Community. Um, it's uh, through 4 H. Through 4 H, but it's run through the community activities of Breckenridge. We'll have those dates for you. Uh, they'll be set by the next. Um, they're like, I wish I had a horse camp. Yep, yeah, and they're camps for kids that want to learn about horses. We're going to have those exact dates at our. We'll have those in stone mm-hmm. by our uh, our next podcast so make sure that you tune in to find out where those are that we're gonna have a couple of those over the summer we're gonna have some uh, 4-h meet and greets for our horse project here at the farm we're gonna do like uh, i think it's one uh, socials horse social where you can bring your horse out Mm -hmm. and socialize with other horse people we're gonna have a potluck barbecue and some trail rides and exercising in the two arenas and so we've got a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on but i think the biggest thing to take away from this entire show is it's spring it's time to enjoy your horses, get your horse in you in condition, and get out and do something. Well, you know what that, Lori? I'm going to get out of the studio, and I'm going to go do something, so I'm out of here. Happy trails. Happy trails.